Hawks. Welcome to the brown and white beat. Midterms may slowly be killing our brain cells, but we're here nonetheless. As you should already know, we aggregate top headlines from local to national to global news in one place for your convenience. I'm Sam Barney Gibbs here with Layla Warshaw. It is Monday, October 4th, and we're here with your news from the week. As of Friday, October 1st, there are two active COVID cases among students and three among staff and faculty. One week after sororities and fraternities on campus had programming for National Hazing Prevention Week, the Lehigh community was made aware of hazing allegations going under investigation. Students have been prompted to report any relevant hazing or other harmful behavior. The national labor and product shortage is seeping into Lehigh's campus as Hillside Cafe and Common Grounds remain temporarily closed. Lehigh Dining is offering a sign-on bonus to new employees or current ones who help hire staff as part of their grand effort to find potential hires. The earlier transition to takeout dining further complicated the dining processes. Moving into Bethlehem, Southside native Nancy Matos Gonzalez, Pennsylvania's first Latina district judge, will retire this January at age 55 after 30 years of service to Bethlehem's Southside. Matos Gonzalez specialized in restorative justice and expects an active retirement. And while cases of COVID-19 are not yet decreasing, weekly occurrences appear to be leveling off in Pennsylvania. Two major health networks in the Lehigh Valley report that almost all of the employees meet vaccine mandates. However, according to the CDC, Pennsylvanian counties remain areas of high transmission. Women's March demonstrations are planned on Saturday across the Lehigh Valley, simultaneous with the National Rally for Abortion Justice in Washington, D.C. The Women's March this year is reacting to the newest abortion legislation passed in Texas, now the most restrictive in the country. Satellite marches occurred throughout the weekend across Bethlehem, Easton, Allentown, and Palmertown. On a national front, there have been at least 700,000 deaths in the U.S. due to COVID-19 as of October 1st. Last week, however, COVID cases and hospitalizations were down 15% from the week before. Meanwhile, Merck, a drug-making company, has found that its treatment for COVID patients is effective against variants of the disease and also reduces hospitalizations and deaths by half. They produced a pill that, if authorized, can help lighten the load on hospitals and healthcare workers in addition to reaching communities more easily, even at home. R. Kelly was convicted of nine charges including racketeering, or organized crime for profit, and sex trafficking after over a year of delaying the trial due to the pandemic. He awaits sentencing of up to a lifetime in prison in addition to more trials for outstanding offenses. Last Monday, Governor Gavin Newsom made universal mail-in ballot availability permanent in his state of California, becoming the eighth state to do so in the country. Some Republicans in the state argue that institutions like these leave opportunity for voter fraud, while others, including Democrats, point out a lack of evidence and increased voter participation. Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh tested positive for COVID just before the court opens its term to in-person arguments with cases relating to abortion rights and gun legislation. He will be on the bench virtually to hear this upcoming week's cases. The U.S. Congress is currently split, mostly along partisan lines, regarding the national debt ceiling being raised. This struggle would have led to a government shutdown if a decision was not reached by October 18th, when the government was expected to run out of money. However, a short-term funding bill was signed by President Joe Biden to extend the decision-making deadline to December. Many Republicans in Congress declined to be part of the conversation to increase the ceiling, while Democrats refused to proceed without bipartisan talks. 
Now into international news. Netflix's Squid Game could become the most popular show to come out of South Korea. Its popularity across the world has sparked action in the digital world, where game rooms and social media have the name and games in the show trending. Season 2 is currently in the making. Tesla delivered over 14,000 more cars internationally this quarter than Wall Street expected, despite the global semiconductor chip shortage that has been hindering car production specifically. The shortage could continue into 2022. German Chancellor Angela Merkel gave what is supposed to be one of her last speeches, citing the need to hold on to democratic ideals as the country transitions into a new government. Some of the top winning parties in the national election last month met to discuss what this new government might look like. At the same time, countries like Italy and Georgia just had local elections. A small private plane crashed into a building in Milan, Italy, killing all eight passengers on board. Some of them were identified as Romanian and German citizens, all foreigners to Italy. Meanwhile, a bomb outside a Kabul mosque killed five people, becoming the deadliest attack there since the Taliban took control of the capital last month. AP said this underscores the challenges the Taliban is facing since the U.S. withdrawal of troops last month. And that's your recap for last week. For more in-depth local reporting, please pick up a copy of The Brown and White and visit our fantastic website. Don't forget to check out The Brown and White Weekly with top campus headlines in video format and follow us on all social media, which will be linked in the description. From the BW Beat, I'm Sam Barney Gibbs. And I'm Layla Warshaw. Please go drink some water. Your brain cells need it. <laughs>